With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. An investigation by the Iowa Appeals and Inspections Division is underway after a licensed therapist hired to work with at-risk students at the Iowa State Training School for Boys in Eldora was fired for allegedly having sex with multiple clients and providing contraband. The investigation began after a resident was found with a vape pen at the school. The resident informed staff it came from a therapist at the school who was also providing the contraband to as many as seven residents she was engaging in sexual acts with. A majority of the residents involved are minors. The unidentified licensed therapist was first placed on administrative leave and local law enforcement was notified and she was later fired. Iowa Congressman Randy Feenstra says he remains hopeful Congress will act on a new farm bill before the end of the year. Feenstra and some uh, colleagues sent a letter to House Speaker Mike Johnson urging action on the measure, which could end up being the first trillion-dollar farm bill. Feenstra also spoke with Pennsylvania Congressman G.T. Thompson, chair of the House Ag Committee, regarding the need to act, and Feenstra says the bill's critical components are hanging in the balance. We have to open new export markets. we got to strengthen crop insurance. we got to fight foreign animal disease. I mean, these are some big things. Ban China from buying our farmland. So this farm bill is critical, and we've got to get it passed. So we're trying to figure out any way that we can try to get it done late December yet, but it sounds like it might tip into January. So we might have to do a two- or three-month CR on this. A CR is a continuing resolution or a stopgap measure that extends the deadline. Feenstra, a Republican from Hull, says the flap over the House Speaker's position delayed work on the farm bill and other important issues. We did no work for three weeks. Uh, we haven't, we didn't pass any budget bills. So that's taken forefront right now is doing all uh, the budget appropriation bills to trying to create a budget that was due September 30 that we haven't got to yet. So that's all the floor time. That's all that we're doing debating right now, which is unfortunate. Feenstra says a one-year extension of the 2018 farm bill, which expired in late September, would be harmful to Iowa farmers and to certain programs. Our farmers need certainty. They need certainty in the programs. I mean, a lot of these programs have all lasted September 30. I'm just fearful that, you know, if we go another year with some of the old uh, programs, that that's going to be a problem. You know, I, I really think about what, what's happening in fighting foreign animal disease. I mean, we cannot have African swine fever get into our hog, uh, our, our hog production. That's Iowa Congressman Randy Feenstra. Governor Kim Reynolds signed an extension Thursday of the proclamation relating to the weight limits and transportation of grain, fertilizer, and manure. The proclamation is effective immediately, continues through December 11th. The proclamation allows vehicles transporting corn, soybeans, hay, straw, stover, fertilizer, and manure to be overweight without a permit. The Iowa Utilities Board has concluded its public hearings on the proposed Summit Carbon Solutions Pipeline Project. The hearings were held in Fort Dodge, extending over 25 days in eight weeks. The IUB will now have to decide if the pipeline will be constructed in Iowa. If built, the Summit Carbon Solutions Pipeline would cross portions of Hardin, Franklin, Wright, Floyd, and Cerro Gordo counties in the broadcast area. Thursday night, the Hampton City Council approved the adoption of the city's 2023 Comprehensive Land Use Development Plan. The Hampton Council passed a resolution of support and a financial commitment for the Main Street program in the city. The Hampton City Council also passed on the first reading an ordinance amendment concerning peddlers, solicitors, and transient merchants 
and their registration fees. The Clarksville City Council this week formally accepted the resignation of Councilmember Wendy Brooks. In other business, the Clarksville Council tabled action on the city's health insurance plan until the next meeting. Three open houses have been scheduled to give the public the opportunity to learn about the draft North Iowa Corridor Joint Comprehensive Plan. The plan lays out the visions, goals, and priorities for the North Iowa Corridor. Development, transportation, parks, and facilities are all things envisioned in the plan draft. The North Iowa Corridor, or Clear Lake, Mason City, and the unincorporated areas of Saragordo County have been working together for the past year preparing a new comprehensive plan. The first open house will be held Monday, that's this Monday, from noon to 1 p.m. at the Saragordo County Courthouse. The second on the 13th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. will be held at Nyacog, both in Mason City. The final open house is scheduled for Tuesday from 4.30 to 6 p.m. at the Clear Lake Wellness Center. Thursday, the Clarion Goldfield Dow School Board approved the instructional support levy for five years and not greater than 10% to be split evenly between property tax and income surtax. In other business, the CGD board approved the superintendent forming an ad hoc study committee to look at building an auditorium. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.